0: Welcome to Thinking Outside the Soil with your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed, where we get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. Good morning, good morning, and hello from Blooming Health Farms. And Thank you for being with me on this beautiful morning. I have been out of town, up in Montana, officiating a funeral for my grandmother. She passed away a little over a month ago. Uh, It was very devastating to our family. She was very well loved and revered within. But I got to see uh, how much earlier the sun sets up in Montana. And I also got to talk to a lot of ranchers up there about what they grew and I've invited them to check out our show. And as I was up there doing all the things that I needed to do, watching the sunrise and looking within, I am reminded that tomorrow, or this evening near midnight, is technically the autumn equinox. So I wanted to talk today about that. This is our second full season as commercial egg farmers or small scale egg producers, we actually got started around this time last year. Now our layers were on supplemental light well into the winter, which allowed us to have this stockpile of eggs, which ultimately catapulted us to where we are right now. So starting about this time of year, we began augmenting extra light for our flock, we add in an hour before sunrise and an hour after sunrise then as the daylight shortened we lengthened the time in both the morning and the evening by adding to the end of our morning timer and to the beginning of our evening timer if that makes sense we were able to get consistent production until the cold became the limiting factor until it was too cold on some of those uh, snaps that we get here in Colorado. Thankfully, we were selling uh, bi-monthly at the winter's farmers market, so we were able to build good clutches of eggs for our customers, and really, that's what helped Kwani come up with this idea for us to get even more chickens. But before I dive into today's show, I do have a small favor to ask of you. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, please be so kind as to leave me a review. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your likes, your wishes, or maybe what you don't like as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you get the latest episode. We have been trying to find our stride with the market for about two years now. And when I brought chickens home to an aquaponics farm, I was tasked with becoming a chicken man and show those that we worked with how to raise chicks and get good eggs. Now, I thought it was just gonna be this in-house thing that we were doing to teach sustainability to the youth while we were only going to get a few dozen eggs every week from this urban farm. Well, Kiwani hatched that plan that I've talked about in previous shows, so go to the links below if you want to read or hear about those. Now, one thing for us in Greeley, Colorado are the city ordinances that prevent people from having chickens. So chicken ordinances in the city and the challenges of moving a flock from one site to the other as we hatch and build out our business has been a challenge. So I asked other people, and I've asked myself, what if we could replicate our success at a larger site? And that's what led us to meet Ethan and Shay over at Site B, and they are all on board to make their site as efficient as possible. A few weeks ago, Ethan's wife, Shay, who is the matriarch and educator of her family's uh, homeschool and spirituality and whatnot, said, uh, what are we gonna do about the light in the coop? And she brought it up before I was able to even really say something, which was really, really neat. To see or hear rather that commitment from our farmers now when i'm over at site b i get the opportunity to have some really great conversations with our chicken farmers and one of those questions that came up before i had a chance to bring it up was what are we going to do about the changing light and i love that question that Shay asked me because it shows that they are involved and interested in this operation now for those of you that are maybe new to the show or you know we all tend to forget some things site B is our egg laying farm on the edge of Greeley and it started really as you know a naked farm we only had a pole barn and I proposed to Ethan to partner and build out this egg-laying model that we are uh, uncovering. We have essentially revamped or retrofitted this homestead and we are calling it the Pimp My Homestead Program. Now, many of you may or maybe you don't know about the show on MTV called Pimp My Homestead, hosted by uh, a famous rapper named Exhibit, where he would go around and take broken down, busted, jangy cars and turn them into something out of this world. And he partnered with a local shop. That would just transform these vehicles. So we took uh, a nod from them and Started pimping other people's homesteads. So site B is where we're at right now doing most of our work So since we're talking about light, I want to talk about one of the retrofits we had to do we installed a solar powered light inside the coop so that we could provide some light for the caretakers as well as give the chickens uh, lighted areas during the day so they wouldn't just lay all over the coop. Well, our light didn't work very well, so we've had a little bit of challenges. And now we've actually got a timed light setup slated to go in right at this time. before the days get too dilated. So we are at that precipice of equal day and equal night, and it's really not enough for hens to lay as consistently as we ask of them. We modeled our business off of what the other expert chicken farmers are already doing. There is no sense in reinventing the wheel So let's study what they do and see how we can adapt it to be the best chicken farmers that we can be. Now, the biggest caveat is that chickens need light to lay eggs. And this goes back to the biological programming of a chicken. So imagine. Uh, the spring, when you hear those chirp, chirp, chirps in the feed store or in uh, your coop. That is the signal of new life. And it starts around the time the light gets longer. And it's nature's way of saying to animals, hey, it's time to make more babies and proliferate our species. We need more chickens, so you gotta do your thing. And chickens go on and on and on until they get their clutches and they do it again until this winter. Well, the shortening light also indicates that change is coming. The winter season is bringing in things that are going to require us to reserve all of those resources. And it's going to be cold. It's not a good time to be laying eggs. So as a commercial chicken farm, or as someone who wants to produce consistent eggs throughout the year, and I put a little air quote or asterisk on that, and I will talk about that in one second, the experts recommend at least 14 hours of light on a daily basis. So, we, as I said in the beginning of the show, adjust our light using a timer to give them that 14-hour day. And we will actually shorten that down during the coldest winter months when consistent egg production butts into nature's Uh, way of saying they shouldn't do this anymore and it also gives our chickens a great chance to take a break and for those that need to go into molt it allows them the time to do that so we're ultimately trying to sync up some of those things and we know this works because this is what everyone who gets these results is doing so if you have any questions about consistent egg production as this season changes for us up here in the northern hemisphere, please do reach out to me, Sean at Thinking Outside the Soil. That's SEAN at thinkingoutsidethesoil.com, Kind of like Sean Connery. We also recognize that we're in the hem- northern hemisphere and I want to give a quick shout out to my listeners down in the southern hemisphere. I know that you're listening in here and it is the opposite season for you so please do check out the links below there's a show on the vernal equinox which is where uh, you are at during this time so we can think about uh, the opposites as we continue to go forward in our show but that is all I have for us today if you'd like to know more about how hydroponic fodder is helping farmers improve their livestock quality, like getting really great eggs, subscribe to this show or go to ThinkingOutsideTheSoil.com and get yourself a copy of my book. It's a way better deal than Amazon and I've got some free goodies for you. So check out those links below, especially the free sprouting video for those of you with feathered friends. And get that book so you don't miss out on becoming part of this next agricultural revolution. And thank you for being with us on today's show. Join us again for another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day.